This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hour one of the G-Bag Nation. Do you guys ag- agree with my theory there on uh, who, whoever ordered the Code George tells maybe some insights about you know what, they're, what they think is about to go down? Uh, it is hour number one of the G-Bag Nation. There's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy Scout, NFL executive, Wolchuk, Chiafalo, Lucius, Carter Freeman. I'm Gavin Dawson. Along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation. Like the 214 says, whatever, General, I'm firing you so I can hire you when I get the other job. I just don't think an organization would go through that that step. You would just keep things quiet and be like, okay, you don't have a contract, so I'm going to go take this job and then hire you. But yes, if if Dan Quinn let George Edwards go, that means he's staying and he's changing his staff members. If Mike McCarthy let George Edwards go, that means he's he's changing the coaching staff and he knows Dan Quinn is gone. You wouldn't start making changes to your like award-winning genius defensive coordinator staff without his you know with, with, with so if, if, if i i don't know who ordered the code george that's my question do you guys agree with the premise i definitely do i mean i i didn't when i heard that philbin had let gotten let go and davis last night i'm going i, I didn't think it was mccarthy making that decision because those were his friends i didn't think he was going to be the one firing his friends like Mike Nolan was an obvious one that was the worst defense ever it's like there's a no-brainer this guy's got to go Philbin you could make the case well was the offensive line all that you know whatever whatever and it's not like Kellen Moore's already gone so you make the connection of okay the new OC wants his offensive line coach here so I'm I wasn't under the impression that these the coaches were even making these decisions you think it's the Jones family coming in I really did that's that's the way I took it initially but I think Broaddus might be convincing me otherwise here yeah, I kind of feel like you need to keep an eye on some things going forward here because now you got Frank Wright being hired in Carolina. Does that open up James Campen, who used to be the O-line coach with Mike all those years in Green Bay? Could this be a situation where, you know, that he's like, okay, Joe, I'm sorry. I kind of feel like maybe that Jerry, Steven, those guys are really having some questions about Joe Philbin. There was some talk that maybe Joe Philbin might have been released last year. So I, I, I this this might be this might be moving on from Joe a possibility of getting James Campen, Linda Wells is a, a the tight ends coach here is a mm-hmm. possibility as well of a guy that that could be that uh, you know it could be that coach but you always kind of also think about coordinators and coordinators are usually tied like you said uh, Zach they're usually tied with offensive line coaches. And so could. But do you think the Jones family would have decided to move on from George Edwards? Who, I, who, what makes the most sense I, in that I, scenario? The, the George Edwards one, I don't think George Edwards knows who got him. I don't think he knows who's got him on that one. And Is so, it possible that it's the Joneses? It's uh, it's possible, yeah. It's Because what's happening is. They would it, change your coaching staff I, for I, you after a double-digit win season. I feel like, though, that with George, 
if Dan Quinn were to move on, we all kind of thought that George might have an opportunity to be the defensive coordinator here. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not happening. So is that is that Mike McCarthy saying, listen, I'm not interested in doing that. I've got somebody else in mind. Hmm. And maybe it's a, pre, uh, you know, a, a kind of a, a strike ahead of maybe, you know, if Dan does move on. He just wants to go ahead and say, no, I'm going to make that change right now. So George doesn't have the opportunity. I, I do know this. I don't feel like that George knows who got him. Hmm. I, I really, really don't. Well, uh, a really, I think, exciting time for the Cowboys, as much as it stinks to be in a George Edwards or a Joe Philbin situation, a number of other coaches are out. I think for Cowboys fans, we're looking at a team that just had a pretty successful season, won a playoff game, and they're like, hey, we got to clear the decks here. We got to get better. This wasn't good enough. They're not looking at getting to the playoffs and being like, yeah, nice job. They're like, we got to look for a lot of ways to get better, and this is a pretty significant house cleaning. Yeah. I think that some of these contracts, and again, there's a lot of other names that haven't been mentioned. You know, I mean, there there's guys. Uh, Kyle Valero is a you know guy who's an offensive assistant. There's a lot of these guys that uh, that that you know that we haven't even listed that are you know the support staff guys. You know, the Rob Davis one was really really interesting. I think that, I, like I said earlier in crosstalk, I think Jerry Jones probably went to Mike McCarthy and goes, "Why do we have this guy here? Why do we have mm-hmm. this guy?" Why am I paying this guy three hundred thousand dollars a year to be here? What's he do? Hmm. And so I, I think if you want to, if you want a, a staff evaluation, I think Jerry Jones gave you a staff evaluation. Now some of these other coaches, like I said, the George Edward one, the you know, the the also the uh, you know with Nussmeyer guys like that, I, I would be. I think that might be more about Mike McCarthy. I think change is good. I think the biggest question mark will be the Kellen Moore decision now. Because with Frank Wright getting the job with Carolina, now Kellen Moore, and apparently according to Ian Rappaport, you know, Kellen Moore actually had a really good interview with the Panthers, and he made that decision very, very challenging for them. Yeah. So, you know, that'll, that'll well, be interesting uh, what the Cowboys decide to do. Now the ball's in their court. Yeah, you retain this, Kellen Moore, move on. Yeah, this is, this is a deal where if, you know, you wouldn't fire Kellen Moore before he interviewed or finished interviewing for the Carolina job. Because that that's just a bad. So that, now we go into a window where it's possible, maybe over the next now, couple. Now, if Kellamore, if Kellamore's got no other opportunities to work in the NFL as a head coach, then you know, unless he interviews for Indianapolis or you know the Arizona job or something like that, then you know you're you're in a situation you're not going to fire a guy while he's interviewing for the job. Yeah. Okay, what what are your guys' guts saying, uh, Wolchuk? You think they're going to keep him, or you think they're they're going to fire him? My. Yeah, oh, man, it's tough because you my, trust your gut as much now. This like since it's gotten smaller. No, I don't. I don't trust it as much. Uh, my heart wants them to move on. I I think you need to change there. I really do. I think you've kind of maxed out. I know people will throw out, yeah, but you've had a top offense. If you watch this team play and you watch the all twenty two every single week, I don't think the fact that Kellen Moore has presented you with a top offense really bears out what he's actually doing as a play caller and what he's putting out there as an offensive coordinator. It doesn't, yeah. in my opinion. I think they need to move on. I would agree with I that. I don't know that they will, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I guess I don't know why I'm optimistic, but I just feel like that this is the direction. Like Somebody has to take the blame for this. The quarterback can't right now. It doesn't look like the head coach is going to. Is it? Are they going to pin it on the, the O-line coach? That's going to that's gonna fix things offensively? I don't think so. 
Uh, so I'm optimistic that Kellen Moore will be relieved and they will bring in a new guy. I'm not optimistic that they're going to bring in a guy that we're all going to be excited about. Yeah. I will say that, but I am I am starting to think that Kellen Moore will no longer be here. And your offense has been your biggest problem in, in your two playoff losses. Yeah. Last year and this year, you couldn't score 20 points this time around. And last year, I don't even remember what you needed to score, but it was... Not very many points. 24 points. points. Okay. And you haven't been able to do it. And so, I mean, come on, man. Byron Leftwich just won a Super Bowl. He's not getting it done. The play, uh, boom, out of here. Yeah, it'd be great to get a different set of eyes on it. I, I think it's done. A, he's done a pretty good job, you know, with the numbers and everything. But trying to get to that next level appears to be the theme that's developing early in the offseason. And, and if I'm I'm in charge, I, I definitely want to have a different OC. But, Brian, for the last. 12 years that I've covered the team so often they stick with the main guys that they like and hope that turning over a wide receiver coach an offensive yeah. line coach yeah. can you know yeah. give better support that's that's you're exactly that's right their MO. no no you're exactly right about this and one of the reasons why you think that Kellen Moore might stay is and I'd like to know this and I I think that uh, you know we'll see if the whispers say this after all the dust settles but does Kellen Moore have a problem with Joe Philbin yeah, and if Joe Philbin now being gone and Kellen Moore stays, you know we talked about James Camp and the potential offensive line coach Wells on staff. You know, are those guys that Kellen Moore is like, cool, I'm I'm good with this, let's go. But you know, if in fact it, this might be one of those things where you have management front office saying we need to move on from Philbin, and then you know Philbin kind of taking offense to that because maybe he knows that Kellen Moore doesn't like his offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they move on from. Kellen Moore and yeah. if you have questions about the offense and you go to Kellen Moore he if he's blaming Joe Philbin yeah and you want to believe that Kellen Moore is a good coach you're like well let's see if giving him the O the O-line coach that he wants yeah. can bring everything into motion better I, I think they'll probably lean towards giving more the benefit of the doubt chief I'm just surprised because we keep hearing Joe Philbin is the best friend of Mike McCarthy doesn't Mike McCarthy step in there no at that question. point no or question. is he just so desperate not to have to learn a new offense that he's like fine well this even is my best friend can leave as long as we just keep the same offense this is where we no problem this is where it changes though this is where you can have a front office member you know this is where you can have somebody in the front office say listen we need to do something or the owner could say we need to do something about our offensive line here even though that you had development you know tyler smith and what they did with beyondish yeah that's that's powerless on a new level though to take away your friends you know, to, yeah. to to be like, hey, we're going to hire your coaching staff for you, Super Bowl winning Mike McCarthy. I know, I well, they, love. The, the Cowboys have done that before. They have a history of, of pointing out who needs to be coaches here. But they do. Right. Yeah. And that's why I can't put it past them because I hate the idea of your head coach not being the one who's actually making these decisions on his own staff. It takes away your morale. It builds resentment. You know, it's 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 tough to really give 100% well, when, you're, when you don't have creative control as a coach. I'll tell you what, though. It might be a way of like, you know, not getting in the way of the front office because what if they're thinking about hiring Dan Quinn? You know, what if they're thinking about like the, you know, the, the front office is all of a sudden like, you know, this thing with Mike, you know, there's people that like Jerry came out and said, hey, Mike's job safe and all that. But when you have a loss like they did, you know, all of a sudden it's the offense doesn't score, doesn't do this, doesn't do that. Maybe it's, you know, yeah, does Mike deserve the opportunity to come back? Sure he does. But it also might be a way of Mike McCarthy like starting to, starting to read the tea leaves like, hey, maybe my job's on the line now. Maybe wow. I have to agree okay. to you guys moving on from some of these cats. It goes back the most to that hierarchy, doesn't it? When we talked about yesterday with the 10 Save rules to hiring job. a head coach. Yeah. That they're, the mo- they're moving their way down the list of, of evaluations. Yeah. 
And uh, okay, so Mike McCarthy press conference coming up at three o'clock. A lot of interesting angles on this potentially, and I think a lot of great questions from the media are coming up at, at three o'clock. Josina Anderson reported that George Edwards was surprised and that he wasn't planning on leaving, and he told her that DQ expressed confusion when George talked to him upon returning from an interview with Arizona. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. He's like, I, I don't know, George. I, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, either either he is completely fibbing to George or he honestly, that's the situation. Because I don't think George Edwards knows who had it out for him. And I think George Edwards, honestly, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I believe that he felt like that if, if Dan Quinn left, that he would have an opportunity to get the head coaching job here. All righty. Sean Payton likely to stay at Fox Sports. Too hard to find a fit, especially uh, the Saints asking for compensation. And there was, uh, you know, a confirmation that there's been no contact from the Cowboys to Sean Payton. Mavs at Suns tonight at 9 o'clock. Phoenix is down. The Mavs have owned them. So maybe a get-right feel-good game is in the cards here for the Mavs that that need it. Uh, Callie Kaplan, morning news with a story. Lucas technical fouls and a Maverick slump fuel frustration ahead of the deadline. It's a great story because the frustrations of the team match how the fans have felt about Lucas supporting Cavs for his entire career now. <laughs> Finally, everybody's just as frustrated as we've been for four years Jeez. looking at Luca try to drag these bums to the to the championship. I thought Mike Bassick made a great point about here you got an MVP candidate and your team is twenty five and twenty four. You know, yeah, record, record wise, you know, he, he went after Mark Cuban really strong this afternoon. Well, he well, also called Mark Cuban one of his top four, like Mark Cuban's on the Mount Rushmore of comedians, uh, mm-hmm. according to Mike Bassick. So that was a pretty strong take as well. <laughs> He's got some great takes, doesn't oh, he? It was it was fantastic, man. Okay, how about this video of Luca after JaVale McGee hyping the team up? I guess I hadn't seen this until this morning, and I'm like, what? JaVale's getting everybody going in the tunnel as he's known to do, and everybody's like, yeah, let's go get him. And Luca like kind of puts his 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 palm on his face, is like, oh boy, here we go again, and. I don't know. You know, sometimes you read too much into things. Maybe he was hungover. Maybe he had a headache, right? But it's just with everything going on, I thought that video was incredible. Man, I mean, why? How, you sure it, that wasn't Nico with his hands like palm on his face? Oh, like, what did I do? Geez. Kind of thing. Why do we bring yeah. JaVale yeah. here? I, I thought maybe that might have been something. Oh, in the front JaVale. Of that would be exhausting. Think about the, the insane. What, hype up guy? No, no, oh. Luka Doncic, MVP dominant guy, <laughs> going for 50-plus, leaving it all out on the hardwood, only to lose to the KP-less Wizards for the second time in, like, a month. That's ex- And that's every night. And you, as Luka Doncic, are one of the single most competitive human beings walking the planet right now. You are, you can't even control yourself sometimes. Every game we talk about, please just calm yourself down with the refs and this and that, and he can't because he's he's just a competitive nut job. At 13 years old, he was a professional, dominating people. He's used to winning, being a champion. He just took the team to the Western Conference Finals, and now every single night he knows if I don't score probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 points and then also get the pretty much triple-double, we don't even have a chance. And even if I do that... We're probably going to lose to the Wizards by a point tonight. Mm. We don't play any defense. And who else is here to help me? Look at this. She a follow spitting ex- fire. That's exhausting. I mean, Tell at some no, point, it is. any human being, fifty. you've done this now 50 times in about three months. 
some point you're going to go, gosh dang it, this is exhausting. Here we go. I got to hear JaVale McGee again, who we just paid a bunch of money to play. do nothing and suck to high heaven and hype me up. This is the most work he's going to have to do. Of course JaVale McGee's hyped up right now. Of course he's our he's energizer go sit on the bench. He's got, he's got paid. He this just, is his 48 minutes of work. He hit his Chime account. He saw what he saw the drop. Yeah. Of yeah he right. got the same direct deposit yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. He's smiling from ear to ear. Luca's yeah. like, dear God, bro. Yeah. Ranger fans will be smiling ear to ear tonight. We are on the path to surprise the hot stove show this evening down in our showroom at 75 and Fitzhugh. You are invited. Brock Burke and uh, uh, Taylor Hearn uh, will be joining Sands and the Get Right. Reggie and KG, 7 to 8. That's live downstairs here, 75 and Fitzhugh. It's time to get the Ranger vibes flowing. Okay, uh, G-Bag Nation uh, coming up next. We have an NFL survivor update. It's time to nail Brian brought us down on a bet payoff. Okay, he's got to pay something off tomorrow. Still hasn't picked. And Chiafalo has an intriguing idea for how we might uh, play conference championship weekend, putting big show bets on the line coming up next here. It is the G-Bag Nation on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back, Nation. We have a GBAC Survivor update here for you. I believe Brian has uh, picked a show bet payoff, and we'll talk to him about that. And then Chiafalo has a good idea for how we should navigate well, we the conference championship weekend. It is an idea, okay? Segments brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com slash home show. And the Frankles, if you're hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankles, 214-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. You know, I really like the idea of, of Broadus uh, calling up Woolchuck's mom and flirting with her for five minutes. <laughs> I really like that one a lot. Me too. I like the idea of uh, an adult diaper, you know? That one sounds fun as well. You okay, know, really okay, let me, punishments. Let me ask you this. Like a senior version of Baby New Year. Okay, yeah. well, let me ask you this. If I do the adult diaper thing, I'm thinking about that now. If we do the adult diaper, do I have to do the whole show? I mean, like, do I have pants on over the diaper? No, or no. We've no, got to see the not. diaper. It, it, yeah, then it's and then at that point, it's just straight theater of the mind. Yeah, you, you can know? walk in. And you can use a pull-up, to be fair. You don't have to actually use a diaper. That yeah. would be on. Well, yeah, that's either, what, it, either, I think no, that's that's what, what they are. Is. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. A, yeah. so My dad has when he's 83. <laughs> I, mean, I had you know brought us laying down and his mom, like, taping the sides of the diaper onto <laughs> Like, pulling powder down and all that stuff like that? They don't need the powder anymore. It's dangerous. Mommy, I'm ready. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think for decency and be, because there are women on 11, yeah. you know, you got to make an appearance in the diaper, but then maybe sweats after that. That'd be my, rule. so and I have then to, he's just shirtless the whole time. 
I don't know about that. No, no. Just something the diapers, diapers enough humiliation. Diapers enough. But okay, so I have to walk in the building with the diaper on. No, I don't know. I think TJ won't I, let you get up I the elevator. I think we'd get in trouble for that. I don't think we okay should do that either. That, but that would once be... you get up to our floor, it's full-on diaper time. I don't know, man. They let like cars get so stolen like, stuff So, like, I'm doing the show and, like, like right remember, remember I was doing the show and we had the camera on and I was standing up the whole time? Would that, would that be? That'd be pretty I epic. Don't, I don't Yeah, that would be an epic payoff. <laughs> we start talking that about, would be legendary. But, to be fair... If we we can't talk about B. John Robinson that show because then it'll become not safe for work on the on the camera. Yeah, and you <laughs> do like to use holy torque mode, the crotch right. shots. Brian, well, you'll, you'll Brian's just have to be on the That's what I'm saying. I mean, I okay. I like the diaper idea. Okay, I do. All right. Let me ask you guys about this one. Mm-hmm. Kind of freaky. Do you like it because it's easy and you already have them at home, so you don't have to? Yeah, like, I just go bought one for my dad. I mean, you know, hey, dad, you got a yeah. diaper I can borrow? It's like the asking for a friend situation. I don't know, man. I mean, it might be the waist size. My dad's like a small man, so I, you know, I just don't know if that would work. <laughs> Bigger but, ones, yeah. Uh, but okay, how about this one? Can I throw this one at you? Absolutely. What if I did, like we said, Fan Jam, where I did you all the shows? The Saturday show? No, no, no. I, th- it, that's a great show. Those, Dang those right guys it is. do a great job. I heard you call in and uh, preview Cowboys and Niners. I do. I like. I like. I you like dealing the with the fan. I did. I did. And that's why I'm in this predicament. That's why right? we're yeah. debating whether yeah. or not you should wear a diaper to work. But what about what about Fan Jam? Me do show from five thirty in the morning till seven. Do all all the shows. It's oh, something you yeah, love. that's right. That's right. That's what the fan jam is. You're locked in studio all day. Yeah, so you I mean, have to I'm, guest host. You're your own version of uh, Peaceathon. Uh, Peaceathon. Yeah, I work from 5.30 in the morning. I'm, see, the listeners probably wouldn't like that. While oh, in the like, diaper, ah, though. Bro- no, not in the diaper. I think the, I think the, I think the listeners would like it, but I'm confused because I didn't know our broadcast day ended at 7. That's true. The get right goes till 11. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or you could, if it's a Friday, you could host with Boomer and Valenti. Maybe they'll let you in at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Maybe Friday would be good because it could end at 9. That's true. Wait a minute now. We were talking about this earlier. I think I think I looked over at you and I go, is 7 the deal? And you go, oh, yeah, brought us. Yeah, seven's good. Yeah, seven's good. Well, now that you mentioned it on air, you know, I did the night show. And if I was Reggie and KG right now, and you're like, I'll do all the shows until 7. They're like, wow. Then okay. I would be really offended. Don't get to go you to know? training camp or the Super Bowl like, or brought us I'm just going to, all right, all right, Dawson, just because you just challenged me the way you did. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. You did. You challenged me. <laughs> I'll do the shows from 5.30 to 11. Let's go. Let's freaking go. What if the game right like, nah, we're good, man. You, you, no, see, you now, that 17 hours? Called, How many hours is that? I've already called, I've already called uh, Corey. I've called Corey and told him. I said, listen, do you have any problem with me coming on? He goes, no, no, not at all. So these other shows have to agree. If they don't want okay. me, if they don't want me, I, you know, Sean says, no way. No, we don't want you. Then I'm going to have to probably wear the diaper. Okay, but okay, but, but they, for now we're going with the fan jam. But if, yeah, I will go wow. from five thirty in the morning till eleven. That at is night. a man. Think up. about this, dude. He would seventeen rather, and a half hours. He would rather wear a diaper to work than flirt with Walchuk's mom. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I have no. I have respect. No, no, no. you. I'm borderline offended. I now. No, no, I have, I have, no. I have a. I might. No, I have a lot of respect for the Wolchucks. No, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to do anything that you, know, you don't want to cause any problems. I don't, I don't think you can do the 17 bear. and a half hours. You don't think I can? I think we're going to have to have a medical professional on hand. That's you don't stupid. think I could do it? Uh, that might break a record. Uh, I don't know. KNC doesn't even do that for Peaceathon. I think. I don't know. What do they do? They stop at seven. No, no. They well, they used to do. They used to do like six thirty. Yeah, like, it ends up being like thirteen and a half. I thought they hours, used to do. They went from three. Well, originally, they went from three until six thirty the next morning. Is that how many hours is that? 
15 and a half. That's 15 and a half hours, yeah. Yeah, this would be 17 and a half. Yeah. So this is, looking this at is Brian Broaddus, though, a man who once drove to the national championship game in yeah. the morning, watched the game, and then drove back. After the game. Yeah, okay. LSU, Clemson. Yes, I did that. 25-hour round trip. Yeah. 48-hour buzz. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm all for it. If that's if that's what we if that's what we, if they if the shows don't want me though, sure. If these guys might, diaper. Dude, then you we're know going all diaper. The shows are going to okay. want you. Yeah. You're all a wanted right. man. Now that we have that on the business taking care of Chia Follow, what's your idea for for the rest of us for Survivor going into Conference Championship weekend? You know how relationships they can get stale at times. You need to spice things up for in the sure. bedroom, and yeah. I felt like maybe we all kind of assume the same position every Friday at two twenty, and it's like, okay, why don't we why don't we mix things up a bit? I was thinking two options. Call one, the neighbors. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get Chris Arnold's uh, thoughts on his uh, the swingers party that one time. We oh, have, what an epic story. That was an, an amazing one. So first option is we just put the four teams that are still alive in a hat and we draw them at random. So guaranteed two bet payoffs for sure. You're, it's just it's just up to the football so it's a blind, gods. It's a blind draw. It's a blind draw. Or... You can commit to picking both games, and you have to get both of them correct. Oh! So it's either you feel like you're a crotch-first football guy, I can nail these two football games, and so I'm going to pick both right, or I just leave it up to chance, but I only have to have one remain, and I will let the team decide. Or we can just get back to the usual missionary I, way of doing married I, life together. I, I don't that's know, fine, too. I do not I'm know committed if, to you guys. I don't know if I could pick both winners. I don't know if I could pick both winners because I can't do. I, I would. I would have a better chance of probably drawing one. Oh, believe you, I'm not leaving it up to chance. I'm either going. There are four. First there are four. My good, football brain. There are four good teams in that hat. Oh, you're damn right. And but you I, only have to draw one. If I have to draw the Eagles, I'm going to hate myself all day. You should hate. There's yourself a clear right answer on this. What? It's the drawing. Oh, I'm not doing the drawing. Okay. Why well, not? that's fine. That's can fine. We do our own. I'm about we can, to do we, we can, we 30 do... hours of radio. What are you talking I, about I guess over there? In, I guess in theory. If I draw the Eagles, I'm going to hate life. Me, me. I'm going to have to hope and pray I get one of the other then three Then I teams. hope you get the diaper for picking the Eagles. I'll wear a diaper. Yeah. I mean, in theory, put we could maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> we could put three teams in a hat, me, you, and Broadus draw, and then Walchuk does his own double situation. I mean- <sighs> That's, no, that's no, fine it's, as well. It's, it's all it's or nothing. We don't, it's we don't have team. to commit until 2.30 no, or 2.29.59 on Friday. If I'm the one outlier, I'll do the drawing. But I, my vote would be we either keep it the same or I'm down to pick both. I don't mind picking both. Yeah. The, the pro, okay, the problem with picking both, Woolchuck, if you, do you want to avoid a bet payoff? I'm not scared of the bet payoffs. You're not scared of the bet payoffs. He, he, he's, he's doing entertainment value, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But if we're all drawing, we got a 50% chance. If you got to pick fair. two, that's a 25% that's, chance. That's you have twice I, as good of a chance I'm of, down for whatever of paying off. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Let's uh, let the people decide. we got we got right. another 24 hours. It is time now for oh. the G-Bag of the Day, curated by Lucius Alexander. Into the Pimp Cup we go for L.A. Yeah, that music. Yeah. <laughs> Let it ride a little bit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 Now, actually, I was listening to a song called It's Diaper Time. It's Diaper Time. It's Diaper Time. <laughs> it's you boys. Uh, that's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, by the way. It's okay. Diaper Time. It's Diaper Time. Nice. Getting yeah. the uh, production elements together already. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> what do we got on deck for you boys? Oh, Woolchuck and his sports passion is our winner. Uh, let's see right here. Let's get to Woolchuck and his sports passion. Just jump right out of him. But yeah. I think you're spot on there, Gavin. Offensive line to me is a position you never pass on if there's a guy there that you like and he's high on your board. Because you always win up front. 
look at the team. To your point, look at the teams playing on conference championship Sunday. Yeah, you got a god a really really <laughs> good <laughs> offensive line. Hot dang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hot dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot yeah. dang. <laughs> oh, that'll <laughs> never get old, man. And and having the vision of all of our reactions as it happened is just like brought us thinking like he might have just witnessed uh, like a car accident of sorts. <laughs> I was like, ooh. It's amazing. Uh, what, what's up? What were you going to say? A, a gosh dang Hall of Famer at left tackle or something? What were you going to say? I think I was just going to say a GD. A, Offensive line. They've just got a really good offensive line. I don't know. My my brain you just, just forgot went dead. the two O's yeah. and good. Yeah, I'd say it went dead. Very offensive, Bulljuck. Very borderline. Surprised you went there. Catastrophic. Hey, it looks like we had a referee that got himself an Uber Eats meal in the okay. middle of a game last night. Oh, yeah. you guys yes. seen that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I like the dude bros on the call though. Yes. Yeah, they were really excited. I like these guys, man. Shout out to these cats. We'll let it go into the bench, and Loyola would take over ten minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. And somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. Oh, this has to be one of the all-time uh, I'm actually not kidding. No, I, no, I this think, is the I truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. looked like he – was he going to deliver the, the McDonald's to somebody on the court? <laughs> Can we rule that out? He's <laughs> we can't rule I mean, out. I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that uh, what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uh, yeah. Uber Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. So we saw the stoppage. The, the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the There he is. There he is. This guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. <laughs> Not now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the middle of the game. I know, but I'm, I'm well, the official out there, Tim, he, he distanced him like, I didn't say now. Later. That's got to be unbelievable. That's got to be something that the highlight shows are going to have For a sure. blast with. Those two guys, and especially that one guy. Wait wow. a minute. Later. Yeah. Later. It's such a good call, and it was indeed a prank. And, and just- should the Uber East guy should have known, like, yo, man, yeah. I'm in the middle of something. Clearly, just wait for a second, yeah. bro. Put it on the scores table and take a picture. Yeah. He's got the, the, yeah. the Uber Eats has got a <laughs> mic on and everything. Scores table is <laughs> part a of the bit. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Stoppage, bro. Scores table. That's hilarious. Uh, I love how the security's letting these guys in, though. You, you show up at, the, at, at a stadium with a bag of food and, and you tell them you got an Uber Eats meal. You got to get to the locker room. The they'll, they'll make it happen yeah. for you. What, what are we doing? doing? What are we doing showing up with tickets and all this other receipts? Yeah. Please. Should have showed up with some Wendy's, a four yeah. for four, get yeah, you the, in the door. The skipper, the skipper needs this burger down yeah. the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. Me in. Uh, let's see. There's a reporter that gave Russell Westbrook his flowers during a questioning. Listen to this. Hi, Russell. Um, first of all, congrats on, congrats on making uh, the 24,000 uh, points mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tonight you used impressive dribbling skills to successfully uh, fake out your opponents multiple times. <laughs> and um, in the second quarter, you made a jump shot where your body was turned like 180 degrees away from the basket. It was just an amazing shot. You're always making these spectacular moves with just within a split second. Um, do you anticipate doing them, or is it just a second nature to you? Like, do you just not even have to think about it? Um, you know, the way you explain it, you need to be around more often. <laughs> I, you know, I just try to go out and do the best the, the best way I can. Um, try to, you know, find ways to be able to make, uh, make some shots and make the right play. 
He was glowing, bro. He was. He was so was happy. Him. Finally. He was tying his shoe and everything. Yeah. looked up like, yo, who is this? Somebody's not trying to go after me right now. Yeah. The next guy starts to ask the question, and he's still just yeah. like, he's, he's smiling from ear to ear. Happiest Hold I've on. Ever Somebody seen say something? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Oh, yesterday was a church day. I'm not. This is not a, a nominee. I just want to play it because yesterday church they want to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. The Bible says when the praises go up, the blessings go. Uh, when the praises, when the when the ble- when the yeah. praises go up, my my God, my God, the blessings come down in the name of Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the praisers. A little, fr- praisers go up. A little frustrated. Yeah. My God. You get stuck, man. Sometimes you short circuit, and then you're in front of people, and there's microphones, and now everybody knows. My man said, my God. Oh, and Luca. Luca has uh, ingratiated? Ingratiated? Is that the word? I think so. Is that the word? Ingratiated. Ingratiated? Made people like him? Yeah. Ingratiated himself into the culture here in Dallas and whatnot. I've seen him over there at the, the, oh, in Grand Prairie at the outlets. Just okay. walking around like, yo, that's Luca out there. He has some big bodyguards with him, of course, but it was Luca out there. Now he's like tapping into the pause game. Uh, oh. the, the game started by the constipated monkeys in Harlem, uh, even though Dame Dash would tell you, it's just Harlem. And I, I don't want to argue with Dame Dash. So, yes, you're right, Dame. It's just just Harlem. Came from Harlem. Okay. But constipated monkeys created this game right here. Anyway, <laughs> Luca was asked about Josh Green's energy. And he, here comes a pause. Out there, you know, he's he comes with a lot of energy. Uh, oh, my bad. Pause. Uh, uh, just with the energy that he brings, you know, it's 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 really good. So he just really helps us a lot. Oh, wow. wow! Yeah, very aware there of the pause game. Yeah, he is right. I mean, look. Out there, you know, he's he comes with a lot of energy. Uh, oh, my bad. This <laughs> uh, oh said, "Oh boy!" <laughs> Highly possible moment right there from Luca. Man, that's strong. Is it Luca? Is it reporter giving Westbrook his flowers? Is it the referee Uber Eats meal? Was that a commercial? Was that a marketing deal? Was that a partnership? It, it, it the Uber was, Eats thing? It was definitely a, a was that a was prank that staged to help up. advertising? It, it was a stage prank. Okay. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it definitely was. You think yep. it was some type of intro to something else? Yeah, well, some type uh, of rollout, as they call it in the business. Yeah, I think so. Could be. Yeah, yes. the Uber Eats guy had like a mic on and everything, oh, and man. people were filming Boo. it. Yeah. Wolchuk was GD fired up about conference championship Sunday. Is it one of those, or do we have any other nominees, Lucius? Uh, I mean, if you want to play one. Uh, how about praise break? You never you ever heard of praise break in church? Okay, yes, that beat right there. This guy, he was he made like a little Michael Jackson song with his praise beat. some talent in the church is it the praise break or any of the four nominees that i had previously mentioned i think uh, I'm, I'm yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give some love to russell westbrook i like his game i've seen a lot of laker games this year i think he's playing well follow that's my vote he's bouncing back for sure yep. uh i'll go with the the commentators the uber eats situation we're tied at one lucius uh luca we're tied at one Wolchuk. 
I'm going with the uh, the commentators and the Uber Eats. It's two to one to one, Brian. I'm going to go with Luca. It's two to two. Jump onto at GBag Nation's Twitter account. We're going to create an Insta poll, and you can vote uh, while uh, we're on break. And then we come back, we'll announce the winner and throw it over to Krusty's Corner. And what are we talking about today, Broadus? Yes, guys, we have a Hall of Fame coach just talking about your Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into that next. Well, thank you, Lucius. Uh, congrats to the Uber Eats moment. In an insane vote off on at GBAC Nation. Follow us when you get there, by the way. Uber Eats wins 52 48 against Luca. Here he is, Brian Broaddus, King of the Crusties with Crusties Corner. Thank you very much. Before I get to this Hall of Fame coach that was talking about your Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys did re- make a, a release about these, uh, the staff updates. And I just want to run something by you guys. You know, uh, Mike McCarthy in this release, you know, they got rid of Rob Davis, who was the assistant head coach, George Edwards, we talked about. Leon Lett, Skip Peep, Joe Philbin, and Kyle Valero, who was a quality control analytics guy. And this was the quote he said, I want to thank these men for their hard work and dedication and contributions to the Cowboys. Each of them represented our team, our organization, a high professional level with class and commitment to making our team better, is what he said. Do you, when you read those things, when you read those releases and stuff like that, if you were one of these guys that just got fired and you saw that or read that or heard that, yeah, how would you feel? I mean, uh, I, and I mean in a way, I, I think it's one of the stupidest things when they oh, when the coach or somebody or yeah. somebody in the front office thanks somebody for that got fired. About like Brett Maher when his teammates are trying to convince him that they still believe in him. You know, there's a great video that's gone viral of CD Lamb like talking up Brett Maher on the bench, and it's cool. You know, it's like wow, look at CD; he's really doing a good job pumping this guy up. But if you're Brett, you know the guy's lying. This isn't the truth. You know, <laughs> uh, you really think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and so if just like if you're one of these coaches and you read yeah. these press no, press I, releases, you're like this this I, is lies I, I because like, yeah. you know I feel bad. You know, I like your, I like your answer. Yeah. I wonder if a teammate. I always just find it that the organization when they you know that's I appreciate you they, saying yeah it. they don't they know the kicker's bad. They're hoping they're hoping that the words of encouragement can pull him out of it. Right, yeah. that's right. their last ditch effort. That's why that's why you prop up Brett Maher, hoping that your words will give him confidence because you know he's lost it. And you're like, well, crap! It's just words. I might as well try it. I just, what do you guys think over there, real quick? I mean, I if you, if okay, you're one of these guys that just got let out, and they put that out. Are I'm you, not even reading it. I don't even know what other line of work does that happen where they send out releases after yeah. some so and so's been fired. Yeah. Like, do they? When when does that ever happen? Like, I I don't know. Whenever if I'm fired from a job, I. I that's it. I, I don't want anything. I don't want to see another email. I don't want to see another anything. That's it. And it's all just like fake. Thank you for whatever. They probably told me that to my face after they fired me. Yeah. They do it, it like an odyssey when somebody leaves the company. Right. <laughs> and it is. It, yeah. It's just like, yeah, thanks. But they fired you. They're just, like, they, they don't think I don't want to hear they it. They don't think you're any good. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I'm Why not, are they thanking you for like, oh, appreciate your effort and I'm all not that. paying attention to it. I'm just like rolling my eyes at that. See, that's that's the thing. I I would just soon not have a release. You know, announce the names. Why do you have to have a quote? Why do you have to thank everybody for you, being man. bad at their job, maybe? Believe you know? them. Yeah. I that I just never I, I th- that's why I hate the the new the release like that. Yeah, because you don't do it after you I mean, do they do that after they cut players? Yeah. Do we send out a memo every time? Thank yeah. you so Those much. Those lies so are private. So. Yeah. 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 Well, most of the time those coaches and front office guys just lie to the players. 
like Gavin's talking about. Yeah. You know, oh, we're going to go in a different direction. And just tell, instead of telling the person like, hey, this is why we did it. You know, I, I, I'll, hey, I'm going to be judged right or wrong whether I got rid of you. It, it might come back that I get fired too. But this is why we're moving on. We just don't think you can play. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, get, I wish maybe, I had 52 players just like you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that whole, you know. But since this, I can't have 52, a, I don't this, even want one. This is a really hard, <laughs> this is a hard decision for us to make, you know? No, it's not. Just be yeah. honest with the player. Tell them why you're moving on from them. I think they appreciate that more than being told, hey, thank you for your efforts and all that crap. Yeah. It just bothers me. All right. Bill Parcells. Did, uh, did organizations send out those after they fired you? Did, they, did we get a out, Cowboys? Yeah, uh, I, I thank ran, you for all your services. No, Brian I didn't get us? one. I didn't get one. I didn't get one of those. I, I, my contract ran out in 05. That was that was Jeff Ireland told me that if uh, Brian Gain did not take the Dallas job, that I was going to get to stay. And I appreciate. I think. See, there there's somebody being honest to you. Even though Jeff Ireland, and I don't get along great, but he he was honest about it. He said, "Hey, he goes, listen, I I want to keep you around if." Brian Gain doesn't take the, your job. And I'm like, cool. And he goes, I'll know here in a week. And sure enough, in a week, they knew. He took your job. Took my job. Took my job. But I appreciate him at least being honest about it. You know, it wasn't like he kept me in the dark or anything like that. He let me know the situation. I'm like, all right, cool. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Mentioned about this uh, Hall of Fame coach. Bill Parcells went on the 33rd team that uh, our uh, – our, our website that we like, you know what? It's, it's guys like me. It's a bunch of guys that got fired or let go. You know, they're, they're trying to tell you, coach you up on football, coach you up on uh, front office moves. You know, there's some good dudes over there. And, but Bill Parcells, he, uh, they had him evaluate the 14 teams that qualified for the playoffs, just overall, just all the 14 teams. And his comments on the Cowboys are among the most interesting Oh, I let's found. go. Yeah. We got Parcells on the Cowboys. Yeah. Updated oh, thoughts. Yeah. This yeah. is juicy. Yeah. In his assessment, he revealed his belief that the Cowboys don't have the top, top quality quarterback in Dak Prescott. But he did say, I do think he's good enough to win with. Yeah. He's good enough to win with. Sounds all fair to me. Not how the Cowboys team build, but sure. He was like, to me, that's good enough to win with, like not good enough to win with the Super Bowl or just good enough to win with, win with? I think he means Super Bowl. I think he means Super Bowl, yeah. If you're not first, you're last. Like, he's not the reason why you're winning it, but he's capable of doing it if uh, if you have enough around him kind yeah, of thing. I Which think you he, can say about a, a decent amount of quarterbacks. Right. Now. Like, he's not going to he, – he's not a guy by by himself that's going to be able to mask all your problems. You know, it's, it's a championship. He's not going to lead you to a championship type of thing. It's a very easy thing to say. It's it's in no way a hot take. It's very simple to say. There's like two guys that elevate their teams in a way that can have them cutting corners with the roster and they can still be in a title game. And then there's everybody else, and that's where Dak lies. Parcells went on to say this. He says he likes what he sees from the team on defense, but the offense, particularly Kellen Moore's play calling, is hurting the team. Ooh. I love this. Hello. He's sick yeah. of the curl routes, too, on third and 10. Let's go. Somebody else is watching. You think Jerry called Bill and got that? We need to make sure Jerry sees this. They talk. They talk quite yeah. a bit. He said their overall offensive scheme has to be more balanced. Thank you. Well, I mean, they're, they're about as – what's he mean more balanced? That's why I'm asking you guys. Is he right about this? Yep. I mean, they were just about a 50-50 split in a lot of games, more than most teams, right? Yeah, I don't know I don't know if it, when you say balance, 
the assumption is run pass 50-50, that kind yeah. of thing, or right. just more balance in the way that they attack teams? I don't really know. That's a little bit vague. Parcells said, he says, Prescott would be better off taking the ball out of his hands more often and relying on the run game. Uh, yeah. His own run game. Yeah, I can see that. He's an old school that. guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He's John Robinson. I don't know how you can run it any more than the Cowboys did. It just comes down to what Kellen Moore said before that playoff stretch was you just got to be efficient, yeah. you know? It could be an issue for the Cowboys next season, Parcells noted. Running back Tony Pollard is a free agent, and if he does come back, will be returning from a broken leg. He suffered in the team's divisional round loss to the 49ers. Parcells quoted saying, I don't know if he can hold up for too long physically. You think Bill's watching your games if he says that? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, that's just, that's a narrative. He doesn't know, I guess, because he hasn't fully seen it, where this dude is just consistently, I mean, this year you finally saw it, but he did, I guess, at the end, he ended up getting hurt, but that's always been, the Cowboys made it a question because you've never gotten to see him just be unleashed until just now, and now they'll be able to use the caveat of, and he got hurt even though it took 20 games to do it. I don't know how much he's watching, but I do think it's a fallacy that there's such a thing as a running back type that's going to stay healthy. They're all going to get hurt. Yeah, he's probably watching. Yeah. I mean, he did have to miss one regular season game this year. Sure. With that, with, with, it was at Tennessee. Yeah. With the knee, or, you know, and so and on a short week, granted. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think Tony Pollard proved that he can be a, the number one back and, and make it through the majority of the season. Yeah, to finish up here, Parcells was less optimistic about the future of Ezekiel Elliott. He ended his assessment of the Cowboys by saying he thinks the former first-round pick is near the end. Yes, uh, the end was near a couple of years ago. That's true. Yes. And I'm, I'm holding out hope that they can agree on a, like a full-back role and that in the, the offseason he, he can be awesome at it, you know? Not just kind of good, like, oh, cool, Zeke's still on the team, but like be, be kind of a weapon in, in, in that sort of a role. Pollard can't carry the load. Zeke's at the end, but they should have ran it more. Yeah. Is that the analysis? That's the analysis. Fantastic. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Bill Parcells there through Krusty's uh, Corner in the G-Bag Nation. When we come back, it's time for the Mike McCarthy press conference. How much can he tell us about the massive coaching makeover that the staff is undergoing? It's next in the G-Bag Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 